Hello, everybody. My name is Brett Wilson, and I'm here, as always, with Jacob Reese for the Hello. Elementary Computer Podcast for February 1st, 2017. So uh, I know we're a few days late. We were having some, uh, Jacob was having some internet problems the last few days, and then we had some scheduling stuff go on. So um, Jacob's in an interesting situation with the construction, right, Jacob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think he's about done with the road construction going on because it's every, every few weeks it interferes with his internet and they lose it for about a day. It's annoying. So we are going to talk about today, obviously, like we always do. Um, we've got some more elementary computer news we're going to share. Um, but then most of today's podcast is about rumors for the most part, because right now we're kind of awaiting what's going to be announced next month at Mobile World Congress. And so there's not a lot moving around in the technology world right now. Um, that and we're hoping to see Samsung's S8, Galaxy S8 soon. So we're still kind of, you know, waiting a little bit. So we're going to talk a lot about rumors for the S8, um, as well as obviously some new, uh, some Apple rumors like we usually talk about. Uh, including the the speculated MacBook Air 2017, which I saw a few days ago, which was an interesting concept. Uh, and then also the MacBook Pro 2017, which is probably a much-needed <laughs> refresh. And then we're going to talk about some Google rumors with the Pixel 2 and all that stuff. So uh, it won't be a very long podcast today because last week was really long. And we know a lot of people don't necessarily want to listen to a 45-minute podcast. So... We also don't have much time, so yes, let's get the show go. moving along. We're going to go so, right into uh, rumors for the Galaxy well, S. First, Jacob is going to talk a little bit, because I want to let Jacob talk about this, um, our changes that are happening here at Elementary Computer, because we need to get that out of the way first, and then we'll talk about um, rumors. Oh, okay, well... Um, Jacob, Jacob had to think about it for a second. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 5 o'clock on a Wednesday, it's okay. I'm I'm wrecked. I uh I've had a 10-hour day so far. So we're going strong. Um essentially, so Brett got a job Woo-hoo. that is not elementary computer and I am most likely within the next couple of months going to be getting a job as well. That means we're going to have zero time between school and our paying jobs to put in any hours in elementary computer. Except for podcast hours. We are still going to yeah. be doing the podcast. Yeah. So as it stands, Elementary Computer will remain this podcast. And if you are a current AVG customer, you won't lose coverage. Um, we're still going to support you, except our, our support hours will decrease, obviously. But if you're a current... Well, actually, in the first year, we've actually used have, have been reselling AVG. We've really not had much of a customer service influence because AVG just works. So, um, but that's kind of what's going on, like Jacob said, um, this, but the podcast will still keep going on. It's just, um, we're not making the necessary amount of revenue at elementary computer right now to make it a viable option for us to put in hours and hours and hours into. So, uh, like I said, we'll still, um, like Jacob said earlier, we'll still be doing the podcast. So, um, this won't go away. We are going to try to do it on time. (laughs) Again, sometimes some, you know, as we said before, this is not like we're not working on the podcasts and stuff, you know, all day of every day. So 
This is generally when we get done with what we're with our, you know, full day activities. And then, you know, we got to plan it and then record it and then edit it. And so sometimes it does, it is a day or two late, but um, if there is any major delays, we will let you know through social media. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move into the rumors, like Jacob was saying earlier. Um, the Samsung Galaxy S8. There's some interesting stuff swirling around right now. Um, I don't know. It's It seems like it's going to be a pretty, pretty cool phone, right? Yeah. I mean... There's been so many different rumors going around that we're really not sure what to... I'm not really sure what to believe right now. Um, all the way from having a built-in S Pen, like the Note line, um, to a to a brand-new, top-of-the-line Snapdragon processor. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I actually saw... This is actually a different topic. I just thought it was funny. Um, uh, you know how around... As we're talking about rumors and crazy rumors and stuff, but the S8, you know how every iPhone launch, there's some crazy rumor that goes around, right? Yeah. Well, the craziest rumor, for the iPhone anyways, was uh, the headphone jack taking being well, plucked. this one's even crazier, okay? This one that I saw for the next-gen iPhone was that the iPhone was going to have two screens. So I really, I'm just, I'm just saying there are some crazy rumors out there. So don't believe all the rumors that you hear or read because I would probably say it's highly doubtful that the next iPhone will have two screens Um, just because that's kind of inelegant and Apple's elegant. So sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes Apple is elegant. Um, So that's just side note. I just thought that was hilarious. Um, But another thing on the topic of displays for the S8 it's an edge-to-edge display. Um, mm. From what I've heard, Jacob, I don't know how much reading you do on in the technology world during the week, but what I've read is that Samsung is going to eliminate the home button, uh, which the home button has been a staple on on Samsung's devices like forever, like just like Apple's f- iPhone. The home button going away is a big change. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that'll be interesting. I know Jacob is, um, Jacob's an iPhone user and has been for a while. I've switched to an Android phone, so I kind of know what it's like to not have a home button. And it's not that bad. It's actually probably better because you don't have that hardware failure. Like the new iPhones have actually solved with that just vibrating piece of glass. Uh, so... You know, having not a home button is not that big of a deal, honestly. So, the next thing, Jacob, I really want to hear your opinion on this because, just just because you'll see in a second. Um, apparently, we're going to get a new virtual assistant. Why we need another virtual assistant, I don't know. What Samsung we, does I mean, not have one currently. Do well, it? I know, but we've got Google Now, uh, Google Assistant, which are kind of the same things. Siri, Cortana, um, Alexa, and now we may possibly have this Samsung Assistant. See, Google Assistant's my favorite because it has the wealth of knowledge from Google, right? So it can yeah. literally answer any question, whereas in Siri, a lot of times if you look something up, it'll be like, look what I found on the web for you. And if I'm like walking down the street or something and I have my headphones in, I mean... I can't, I'm not going to pull my phone out and read the internet. That's why I asked Siri the question, right? Yeah. So that's just, that's why. But 
What do you think, Jacob? I just think that Samsung is trying to even the playing field by hang up some features they've slacked on um, to even out the playing field for Apple and uh, Google. Well, Samsung is also trying to dig themselves out of the Note 7 hole. Yes. That, uh, um, <laughs> that was a bad, just bad, bad year. You know, and in Samsung news still, I actually heard that they're actually, they're going to continue the Note line. Uh, which is a good it's a good idea. There's a lot of people that are still loyal to the Note line, and um, you know, honestly, companies have make mistakes, and that was a big mistake they made. It was not excusable, but the likelihood of that happening again is very slim, especially from the same company. So I think that it has a chance of selling, but you know, I also heard yesterday was Apple's sales call for the first quarter. Or maybe it was the holiday quarter last year, but it was their sales call for this year. I can't remember for when. They had a record number of iPhone sales. So I'm guessing a lot of the Note 7 users, and I actually know one. Jacob and I both know one. They're switching to the iPhone just because of that whole crazy debacle that happened with with Samsung. So, And for a lot of people, too, it's either Samsung or Apple. There's nothing else out there. I don't know if you've if any of you listening have... Um, you know, heard that before, but a lot of people like I've got my Pixel. I've had people say, "Is that a Samsung?" I said, "No, it's not a Samsung." Um, but Samsung is pretty much the only now, except the Google Pixel now. But before the Pixel, Samsung was really the only other major phone marketer. Apple marketed their products, and Samsung marketed their products. So, so um, speaking of competition between Apple and Samsung processors um just i mean the new snapdragon 835 um one supposed to be smaller that's how it always is but uh everything's it always like, smaller it looks like they have gone the route of apple and started breaking up their cores because apple now has uh what well, it has four cores and it has two efficiency performance cores correct yeah, it has a Some, it has two high efficiency it, and then yeah, two yeah. Uh, high power. Yeah, it just looking at the Snapdragon, that's what they've decided to do. Which is a good idea. It's a good design. Yeah, they're coming more like computer chips or computer processors. Or well, honestly, uh, my yeah, my yeah. phone. If you remember my old laptop, my phone was probably more powerful than that thing. Um. Just from a from a processor standpoint, of course, it didn't compare RAM and operating system wise. But a lot of our phone, if you're using an older computer, your phone processor, if you have a modern smartphone, it may be more powerful than your computer. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's just because, especially in you know on processor wise, from you know from my example from 08 to 2017, there was a fairly large processor gap. Um, not only in, you know, clock speeds and architecture and stuff from a thermal standpoint, it's just, um, you know, these processors have been to where they can cram them down into a smaller form factor. Now, this is what I am almost positive in saying is processors will never outperform 
current phone processors will never outperform current processors. Yes, and because I don't think I don't one one term, and it's called space. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've seen, especially on the the Skylake stuff, which is kind of out of date now, um, but the i7 and Xeon processors, those heatsink spreaders took up, I mean, they almost hung off the edge of the chip. I mean, that just tells you how big mm-hmm. now, these chips were. Your PC, what, what architecture is that based on? So, I believe I have Skylake. Okay. I mean, I'm not now. I'm not saying that my Google Pixel was more fully featured than my laptop was. I'm just saying that the processor was more advanced than the than the laptop processor, just in terms of when it was built, and you know anything from that respect. That the computer's running a full operating system, the phone's running a mobile operating system. So there will always be a difference there, and I don't think there will ever be. Um, right now is an interesting time in the computer industry. Because I don't think anytime soon there's going to be a massive jump in processor technology. Because right now, I mean, look at the look at the hardware we have right now. It's I mean, it's crazy compared to well, you know, ten years ago, yeah, we have these massively graphical intensive operating systems that run on you know thirty two gigs of RAM and quad-core CPUs and all that kind of stuff. And well, in, in Apple's case, the 12-core, $4,000, four-year-old Mac Pro, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do think, I don't think we'll see, I mean, except in the smartphone industry. The smartphones will continue to get more powerful as they can cram, just like, just like what happened in the laptop industry. As they can get smaller, they can cram more and more into one space. I mean, Razer decided to put three monitors on a laptop, so why not? I mean, and then do you remember the Microsoft, uh, there was a Microsoft Nokia phone a few years ago that would dock, and it would, it was pretty cool, it would dock, and it would give you a full Windows desktop experience from a phone dock. And I think we're probably going to see a little bit more of that in the next few years, because processors are getting smaller, and they're not necessarily, I mean, for consumer technology right now, I mean, again, if you take a, for example, if you take a MacBook Pro from 2012 and a MacBook Pro from 2016, there will definitely be differences. But the 2012 MacBook Pro will still run Mac OS Sierra. Yeah. And it'll still run it pretty well because if you have a, what's the, what's the top end? 15-inch 2012 Retina, right? Versus the ridiculously priced 15-inch uh, 20, 2016. I mean, yeah. as long as you're not like, a crazy video professional. Most people can still do what they want to do on something like that. And so I, and that's kind of the same with, with tablets. That's why tablet sales have slowed because there's just, there's beginning to be not much of a need to upgrade. Um, and for, you know, technology enthusiasts like ourselves, we always want to upgrade. But if you look at, you know, you know, for example, um, old, like older people, they don't. They don't want to have to learn a new thing. They don't have to move all their data over. They don't have to log everything back in. If you're looking at um, people that are not technology enthusiasts, a lot of people don't remember their passwords as well, and they don't want to have to sign in on you know a new computer every you know year. Whereas for us, upgrading their computer whenever a new whenever a new version came out would be amazing, right? That's like what we want to be able to do when we're older. Um, 
but again, for a lot of people, you have to, they have to have an incentive to upgrade. And, you know, right now looking at besides, you know, we'll take from 2012 to 2015, there wasn't much of an incentive for people to upgrade their Macs, except unless they were professionals. So just in terms of processor, I know we kind of got way off from the Snapdragon, but that's kind of, I think, where we're going. And that's why I think we're going to see such an advancement in mobile technology right now, because they're just getting smaller. So, so we're going to go ahead and transition into our Apple part of the show. Ooh. 2017. This is the one looking, constant per show. Is all we always have an Apple section. It's yeah, looking pretty. So, so with with the podcast outline, we have all of our links in, uh, in it. Um, I'm on the Techno Buffalo uh, MacBook Air mm-hmm. uh, renderings. I they look like renderings. Um. It looks well, a lot like the 12 inch MacBook because it is the 12 inch MacBook. They're just um, they just took pictures of it and put it down there just for perspective. Um, what's surprising to me about the 20, 2017 possible MacBook Air is who is that going to be for? That's a lot of what Apple's things are now. Is who are their products for? They have the MacBook 12 inch, and then they're going to have they might possibly have the MacBook Air. And then they have the 13-inch MacBook Pro, and then they have the 15-inch MacBook Air, or the 15-inch MacBook Pro. So who is this new MacBook Air going to be for? I've actually heard things that the new the MacBook Air could go all the way up to 15 inches. That's so stupid. Well, it's no longer mm, an Air. It depends on how they're going to end up uh, distributing the weight. So, okay, if so some people, I see, I see. You know, there are 15-inch so Chromebooks. So if somebody wants the large display but just not the weight, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's true. Right? Right now, Apple only offers their 15-inch configuration in pretty much two of the most top-of-the-line computers you can buy from Apple, which is their baseline 15 and their top-of-the-line 15. Right now, their baseline 15 is actually the one that I have, and that's the last-generation model. And it's not cheap. Neither is the the new ones. This one is actually, I mean, compared to the new ones, this one is a you know amazing price for it. Um, but people don't want to. I mean, unless you're going to end up using it, people don't want to pay that amount of money, and they want to be able to have better portability. They want it to be light. And I think that's what that 15 inch Pro is gonna, or 15 inch Air. Man, all these terminology names are getting like. I'm getting confused here. Remember in the Steve Jobs era when we had iPhone, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, and iPod, iPad, and iPod. Is it? <laughs> and there, it came in your iPhone. You got either black or white tor- towards the end. Anyways, mm-hmm. but before that, it just came in black, and everything else came in silver. That's- yeah. But you know. People still, some people like the color difference, and I do too. The new Space Gray MacBook Pro is looks amazing. I mean, it looks pretty awesome, but it does make things more complicated. So, we're going to move on to the MacBook Pro 2017, which I think really kind of needs a refresh, even though it was just released in November. Um, mainly because of just there's so many swirling problems around the, the 2016 MacBook Pros. 
Number one, touch bar. Well, I think number one is price. Honestly, I think that's the biggest barrier of entry to most people is um, they don't want to pay. I mean, that's a lot of money for, for a 13-inch baseline computer. I mean, that's what they start at fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. That's an expensive baseline computer. Apple's last last generation Apple 13-inch laptop started at $200, almost $300 less. So, you know, that's kind of a barrier of entry price-wise. Um, but also just the 15-inch configuration. I don't know if you've heard, but Apple caps that at 32 gigabytes of RAM. Or, uh, I'm sorry, Apple caps it at 16 gigabytes of RAM. So those professionals use their... rumored to go up to 32. That's what everybody's hoping for because, I mean, if you're a you know, movie producer, which I don't, you know, I doubt you use a MacBook pro for that. But if you're like a, if you're a filmmaker and you're using your one massively specced out MacBook pro, you can only go up to 16 gigs. And some people, you know, especially if you're working with 4k and up need a little more than 16 gigs of RAM. So again, this kind of goes into that factor of who is Apple targeting with their pro machines now? And who's there is Apple still in the pro market? Um, I know a lot of their products are labeled pro, but some of them, you know, like only having a 16 gigabyte RAM, 16 gigabyte RAM cap, you know, is a little bit interesting. So of course, like I don't need more than 16 gigs of RAM. Um, I think Jacob has 16 gigs. I think he's upgrading his to 32 soon, right? No, I have eight gigabytes of upgrading. Okay, so Jacob's upgrading to 16 gigs soon. Okay, sorry, got my numbers mixed up. But, you know, I don't need any more than that, so the 16 gig works fine. But, you know, again, for those professionals, like true, like, video professionals and photo professionals that are that need that amount of RAM to run their, their uh, creative applications, it is kind of a bummer. It only caps at 16. So, um, also, though, you, you also know that, as we were talking about Sky, uh, Skylake processors earlier, uh, the MacBook Pro 2016 it is actually using last generation processors. Uh, I th- yeah, so we're hoping to get the new Intel processors in the 2017 models um, just because the 2016 MacBook Pro, the processors weren't widely available yet. So we're hoping to get those new Intel processors soon. So, and then the question will be raised again. Can you game on a Mac? Yes, depending on what it is. Yeah, I know. I mean, since when, when Apple starts to support external graphics cards, it'll you know widely increase that functionality. You know, run a copy of Windows, external graphics card, you're good to go. But yep. you know, I still, if I was if I was gonna be a competitive gamer, would you purchase a Mac? No. Like I know. Come on, who's gonna? I mean, no, you're not. You're not gonna purchase a Mac if you're a competitive gamer. So, so, um, speaking of uh, not going the Mac route, uh, we have Google sitting, sitting pretty. Pixel 2, which is pretty exciting because the Pixel was a pretty exciting phone. There was a lot of omissions on the Pixel, um, including waterproofing. There's no waterproofing mark. Uh, there's no wireless charging, which a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, so, but it was still one of those, one of the, the smoothest Android devices you could purchase. 
So we're hoping for that. But there's also supposed to be a budget pixel and a higher price pixel. So kind of like in the Nexus years where you had the Nexus 6P and then you had the Nexus 5X. And the 6P was higher priced and the 5X was lower priced. So again, all these that we're speculating on are all rumors. Um, We are actually out of time on our podcast right now for this week. So we are going to end it right here. Jacob, do you have any final thoughts? I do not have any final thoughts. So, um, again, all these are rumors. Make sure you check your facts on anything we say. Don't take anything. Um, don't take anything as law for right now. Hopefully, we'll learn more in the next few months. Um, as always, you can find our podcast outlines on our website at elementarycomputer.com. Uh, make sure to tell your friends about us. It does help us out. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>